Hey everyone and welcome back to It's Your Life and This Is Mine, the podcast with your host Charlotte Emily Price. I have a guest on today that's going to be talking about childhood trauma, uncovering your true self and yeah, just delving a little bit more into their lives. So do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. So hello everyone. My name is Tanya. I am 22 years old and as Charlotte said, yeah, we're just going to be discussing that topic today. So I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thank you for joining me. I'm really excited to get to know more about you and yeah, just have a a nice old ch- open chat. Yeah, yeah, me too. How have you been? Have you had a nice start to the week? Yeah, I, I've been at work all day today. I work nine till five. So it's been quite an exciting day for me and pleased to be home, but also like enjoying the sunshine and stuff. It's so hard to work during the summer. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I appreciate you coming on as well after a, a nine to five shift too. Like, thank you so much for coming and speaking to me. <laughs> That's fine. I'm happy to be here, honestly. <laughs> you wanted to have a chat in the first place and like why you responded to my story when I put it up and yeah, just about like your journey and uncovering your true self. Yeah, sure. So I'll give a bit of background, I suppose that might make it a little bit easier. Um, I went to uni in 2017 to study psychology as my undergraduate degree. Um, and I finished that and went on to do my master's straight after, which I finished last year. Um, after that, I worked full time in a forensic inpatient hospital for a little bit as a support worker. I've now dropped down to doing that part time and I work nine till five in the community mental health team delivering uh, skills based group to patients. I know that's a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> um, but when I left home in 2017 and I moved out to go to uni, um, I actually met my girlfriend. And when I met my girlfriend, I kind of recognised that I had such poor understanding of my emotions. I didn't really know anything about them. I couldn't pinpoint what I was feeling and when I was feeling it. And I also couldn't control how they affected me. I just seemed to be completely driven by them in everything that I did. Um, and I kind of began to understand or begun to understand that it was the result of unhealthy childhood relationships that didn't allow me to express myself and then going into adulthood I really struggled to do that and to understand them um, my emotions and things myself so I'm quite passionate about talking about it and being really open about things like that and I just think it's really important so I thought coming on to have a chat about it would be beneficial to some people that might be able to relate. Yeah no for sure so you said that so was uni the sort of pivotal point where you were like right I've actually got to unpick a lot of stuff about myself I guess it's a it's a time anyway where you're um, making those changes naturally as a human I think like going into adulthood and learning more about yourself that way but then also having like an extra layer to unravel from things that you didn't even know were affecting like your behavior and your lifestyle it, it, it's a lot isn't it it is a lot and it's a lot going to uni anyway but I just when I got there and after I'd settled in a bit I realized that I was just kind of consumed by um, anxiety and depression and I didn't really understand why that was and it was kind of like a big sealed onion and then you have to peel back the layers bit by bit to really understand yourself a bit better so it's a journey um, but it was really really worth it in the end. When you're saying about like obviously your emotions you didn't know how to process them was there like a specific point or did someone tell you like about it or were you just like oh I'm not reacting the same way as other people not that you should always like some people are more emotional than others or 
you know, some people don't express their emotions like naturally anyway, I guess. So how how did you sort of go about being like, I want to change this about myself? No, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it was only when I got into my current relationship that I was able to really be close with someone and spend so much time with one person. And I realised that my partner's emotional maturity was just so much bigger than mine. And at the start of our relationship, we had quite often had little bumps and little tiffs here and there which I was able to pinpoint and realise that it was kind of because I didn't really understand myself and she did and it was kind of like not that I want to be her and be her level but I just kind of wanted to reach that level of emotional maturity myself um, so that we could be better in a relationship and I could be better as an individual as well. Um, It was quite a shock to be honest I don't think we realise how much our distress as children can affect us as adults it it really did come as a big shock and I felt so overwhelmed with it all um but I knew that I kind of had to make that change I wanted to make that change in myself if that makes sense yeah that's that's really nice to have that sort of level of self-awareness I think even at first year of uni because I think I was so overwhelmed by everything that was happening I sort of didn't even realize who I was at the same time like I think it took me a few years before I I was like oh this is who I want to be and how I want to express myself and all that stuff so yeah I really respect that you sort of like understood that and you were like oh like I need to do this to change myself to be a better person because I think there's a lot of things on social media like don't change to be like someone else or da 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 but sometimes I think it it can be healthy like to change yourself to because it's like bettering yourself and educating yourself and learning more about you and the world around you I think sometimes you do need to change to be a better human yeah and in that process of going to uni we're literally going from children to adults and for most people it's their first time like moving out and you do just learn so much more about yourself and it's only natural that there's going to be a change and you start to discover things that maybe you don't like about yourself things that you do and then you know kind of how to move forward from that was it just your girlfriend that helped you sort of start this journey or was there any other factors that may have like interfered I guess there's uni as one of the big factors and your girlfriend but would you say they were the main sort of strong two that started your journey I would say so yeah yeah I would I mean I've always had like quite a I don't want to say rocky maybe just like unstable and unhealthy relationship with like some of my family members that I lived with at home Um, And I was very aware of that when I went to uni because I think the divide, it just gets so much bigger when you move out of that family home. And if there's a a little bit in there of indifference, it kind of just escalates so much because you're not there anymore. Um, so I'd become aware of that a little bit more and I was like right okay we really just don't get along that wow I kind of need to reach a point with them that is okay for me and not just a massive form of distress whenever I contact them because every time I was speaking to my family it was just such a stress it was always getting me upset and down and I kind of knew that I wanted to work on that and also work on myself and things like I said when I realized that other people around me were so much more in tune with their emotions and their feelings and their thoughts I just felt like I was very behind and I knew that I needed to do a bit of catching up yeah no it is it's hard as well going back to your like family home or something in between those years at uni like I'd when I'd go back for summer or something I'd be like oh my god like each time I'd realize I'd change so much and be like I need my own space like I'm an adult now I think maybe I don't understand it because I haven't had a child yet but maybe and I'm the oldest so I guess I'm 
my mum sort of babies me probably a bit more I know a lot of people say oh the younger child gets babied or whatever but I think the older child also gets like some sort of level of it because it's like the oldest I I can't explain what I mean I hope some someone understands what I'm trying to say here but I feel like my mum can't believe that I'm the oldest child and I'm an adult and she'll baby me in a lot of ways like I love her obviously and I I, I'm grateful that she cares so much about me but sometimes it's like oh for fuck's sake mum like I'm 23 now like leave me alone like I know what I'm doing I know how to navigate my own life no I see what you're saying I'm also the oldest one and she doesn't like baby me so much but it's just in the comes in the form of questioning your life decisions and things or why are you doing that you should be doing this and it, like you say it's like fuck's sake I'm an adult let me do what I want to do and make my own decisions um it is hard for them to let go sometimes isn't it of like their oldest child it's like their first baby leaving the nest it's quite sad actually when you think about I know, it yeah like mate that's what I'm thinking like maybe when I get to that stage I'll be the exact same so I'm not not hating on my mum here I think she's great <laughs> um would you say there was a challenge at any point like once you had changed not changed yourself or like develop you've started developing like more emotional maturity like you were saying and you obviously had your is it was it your first girlfriend yeah yeah this first girlfriend so I guess you would have changed a lot did you experience any like challenges when you went back to your family in the sense that things had changed with you I think for me Probably the biggest challenge was finding parts of my personality that I didn't like and being able to accept them and kind of move forward with them. So, for example, I've I've realised that I'm such a perfectionist and I never thought that I was, but I really am because at that time, I'm not like it so much anymore because I've got the skills in place to deal with it. But if I couldn't do a task correct first time and straight away there was no try try and try again I would just get so angry and so frustrated I'd take it out on myself I'd be in floods of tears I'd argue with other people around me and take it out on them too I think it's definitely the result of high expectations and pressures that I had and felt as a child again probably being the first one you might be able to relate to some of that but yeah there's there's definitely parts of myself that I really just didn't like and it it would frustrate me that I was crying over not doing something right but then I'd get frustrated over the fact that I was crying because I was like no I know that this is okay but it just didn't feel okay does that make sense (laughs) yeah yeah for sure I was gonna say I feel like I need to unpick a lot of about myself and I think a lot of my I mean even you just saying about the perfectionist stuff there I feel like I I have that similar tendency like I I um, get angry at everyone around me for literally no reason like they've literally done nothing wrong if anything they're probably helping me and I'm screaming at them or like crying or you know something like that so maybe I need some sort of help <laughs> to sort me through it. or like even just understand me myself more and like where that's come from because I feel like for me I need to know where it's come from to like accept it which is annoying which is probably also another perfectionist trait I guess like needing to know all like maybe not so much a perfectionist I'm quite control freaky like I need to know everything that's happening in my life and like in my brain so maybe it comes from that but yeah it's a lot (laughs) no I think we all need to unpick things about ourselves all throughout life though don't we it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just you can never learn too much about yourself and you can always try and you know do better and develop and grow and I think growth is a good thing sometimes yeah for sure um sort of moving into like how you how how are you now 
are you do you feel like you're still developing and I mean everyone will grow and develop in throughout life because we're learning stuff every day like new things happen like as environmental factors change and you know that that's inevitable but do you feel like you've you're fully your true self now or are you still on your journey I feel like we're never gonna achieve that as humans I feel like there's always going to be a little something holding us back from being completely open and honest. But I definitely, well, I know for a fact that I am just so much further along than what I was, oh gosh, I was about to say like two years ago, but 2017 was not two years ago anymore. (laughs) But like all those years ago when I first came to uni, little old Tanya just, I've developed so much and I'm so much more open and honest with people. Um, I think getting those skills to help understand myself better has just been quite literally a lifesaver. Because if I didn't, I don't think I would have been here now without getting too deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I I think that's a good message to send out that is, there's never a result like with anything, which is why I, I sort of like the term acceptance because it's like, even if you don't specifically love something about yourself or how you are, um just knowing that you can accept it and move on with your like life and your journey I think that's like an important message to get out there um because I think we fixate so much on having like an end goal me me included still with stuff and I think we need to like just let ourselves breathe a little bit more as humans because I think we always are trying to get to this point and whenever we get to this point we're never happy and always seeking more so yeah I think we just need to relax (laughs) that's true and there's pressure to always be seeking more as well whereas we can reach a stage in our life where we're just content with who we are I think now I I actually just I like myself as a person I know that I'm a good person and I'm, I'm happy with that and I think setting goals and feeling the pressure to do more it's it can be really like yeah you you can feel it the pressure but I think reaching that stage where you're just happy with yourself is probably the only goal we need (laughs) yeah for sure um have you found anything that you do or whatever to prioritize your mental health now like did you did you have you spoken to anyone about it or was it all just your own personal development and you haven't really gone to like a therapist for example or a GP yeah so I've never actually like sought out professional help from medical professionals um I didn't feel for me I know we shouldn't say like it was that bad but I just knew that I could work on that myself I didn't feel like I was at the point where I needed that level of intervention I think because I was in if I wasn't in such a supportive relationship I definitely would have gone to see a medical professional and spoken about that because I would have needed it but just having the I mean, it's a big privilege to be able to speak so openly in your relationship, but being able to do that kind of was my version of therapy. Also with my friends as well, like I'm very open with some of my friends. I just think for me, the biggest thing that allowed me to change was talking about how I'm feeling and how I'm thinking and also just sharing similar experiences that I've had with those around me. I know me and my best friend we have a lot of similar childhood experiences we've grown up together since we were like 12 and so being able to talk to each other about how we were affected by things that we saw each other go through is is really beneficial so if you've got people like that in your life I just think cling on to them try and open up because talking is the best medicine they say don't they (laughs) 
yeah for sure because sometimes you don't even realize the people closest to you have also gone through something similar but until you talk about it you have no idea so if you feel like you're comfortable around someone if you don't feel comfortable around them they might not actually be your friend um but if yeah you should feel comfortable around the people that you are close to you and you should be able to open up without feeling like a burden or a nuisance or whatever so yeah I, I agree talking is the best sometimes it takes a lot for you to do it the first time you know where you have never really been very open with your feelings or speaking to someone I mean I feel like weirdly for me I use my camera as like a way to document how I'm feeling and I forget other people see it um, and that's like a weird nice way for me I don't I, I, I can't really explain it it's sort of a weird <laughs> I know it's like a weird thing to do um but speaking to someone in real life is like a whole new ball game you're getting like responses straight away and support which is what you need when you're feeling low so yeah speak don't speak to a camera speak to a real life person but also if that is the thing that works out best for you then you know that's also good as well we, we all have different levels of need and different things that we eventually learn work well for us when we're struggling with our mental health and if that's like your version of just having a little online diary entry if you like then you know that also works out well too yeah is there do you do anything in your like day-to-day life that you prioritize your mental health because for me I journal and that's something I've gotten really into in the last like since lockdown really because I had no way of fully documenting like I didn't want to chat about my feelings every day you know like it's quite an intense environment when you're all you and your family or your partner or whatever you're in each other's proximity every single day like sometimes it might be quite a lot and you sometimes don't want to offload every day and you don't you know some people don't have the capacity to take that and that's also fine so for me journaling was like a really nice outlet because it would get everything all my brain fog like onto paper what what do you is there anything you do it not it doesn't have to be daily it could be like weekly that where you're like this is actually prioritizing my mental health I'm doing this for me no one else yeah I used to wait to do things like this until it was too late I don't know if you can relate to that like I used to wait until I was feeling so low to then put the things in place and try and bring myself back but now I try to use like pleasant activities for myself as a preventative measure. I schedule yeah. in time for them. So I really love to read. And over the yeah. last few years, whilst I was at uni, that kind of took a backseat for obvious reasons. Um, and now I make sure that I read every night before bed. I love just chatting to my friends, socialising with them, travelling. Like there's so many hobbies that I have that are just so important. And I know some of those aren't always feasible. Like you can't always socialise with your friends if they're not available and you can't always travel. But just doing little things like even just travelling by walking in a new area that I haven't walked in before, you know, in my local, I live in Coventry. So just in, in that city, just walking in a new place. Like for me, that's something that I really enjoy doing. And I know that exercise is great for my mental health, even if I hate to do it. <laughs> so I try to schedule in time to do things like that. Um, and I, a bit like you, actually, I also film um, YouTube videos. And sometimes if you are having a bit of a down day and you don't kind of want to offload onto other people, sitting there and talking to the camera really does just feel like, even though you don't feel like anyone's watching it, you don't think about that. It's just kind of like talking to a little invisible friend and it's really useful. So I can relate to that. Yeah, no, I feel like it's a nice way to sort of get get it off your chest sometimes like I love my journal and stuff but sometimes it is nice getting it out vocally how you're feeling and 
I guess putting it out on social media, it's also in the hopes that someone else relates. Well, not not hoping that someone relates because you don't want anyone else to feel low. But if someone does relate, they can also feel like normal because everyone goes through like highs and lows in life. Yeah, it can feel so isolating, can't it? When you feel like you're the only one that's going through it. If you don't have anyone around you to speak to about these sorts of things, it can feel really lonely. So when you've got people online that are sort of talking about the same stuff and you're like, wow, I can relate to you. Like you say, you don't wish anybody to be able to relate to your negative experiences, but it's nice to have that sort of community feel almost as if it's a massive support group. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like, yeah, but speaking up about just things that have happened to me in my life, like pre, pre before I was very like open and honest online, it, it's, it's crazy to see how many people have been through the same experiences as you. And it is, it is comforting to know in like a, I guess a selfish way that there are other people that can relate to you on that level. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It makes a world of difference because like I say, it just doesn't, it makes you feel like you're less alone. You're not the only one going through it. And you can kind of also watch their journey and see how they're trying to overcome things and, you know, do similar stuff to them too. So I, I do find it really useful to watch people quite similar to myself. What is something positive that you that you think has come from these like past trauma, traumatic experiences? I know this is probably like really hard to think of, so you can have a couple minutes, but I was just thinking of, about it myself. For example, like I got bullied really badly in sick form. And I ended up having to do the work for half of the year from my house because I was terrified to go into school. And that got me, that made me like focus on my work and like got me into uni. So I I try and take the positive stuff from them, them experiences. So is there anything that you feel like was literally hell at the time, but now has given you like strength or resilience or something you know like something that you've been able to turn that negative energy into positive yeah no I see what you're saying it's always good to try and think of the positives like that when you can I think for me the biggest thing is probably just confidence if I look back to where I was like five years ago even like one year ago the confidence that I have now and the self-assurance within myself is just so much better like like I said earlier I like who I am as a person now I I appreciate myself and I know that I'm a a, a good, kind-hearted <laughs> human. Whereas before, I just never had that confidence. I was just full of self-criticism and hatred. And although there are still days where, you know, I might think negatively about myself and pinpoint all the things that I don't like because I'm never going to like myself 100%, I just feel really confident in who I am as just as a person really I'm, I'm happy with myself which I never thought oh, I'd be able to that. say <laughs> yeah no I love that I wish I, I hope that everyone listening as well can get to that point because I think that is just such a freeing feeling when you're like oh, I actually really love who I am like doesn't mean you there aren't things that you wouldn't want to change or you'd like to be a little bit better but yeah just to get to that point where you're like oh I, I'm fucking sick like <laughs> I love myself like it's, it's, it's a good feeling it is it is I think not even necessarily like loving yourself but just acceptance like you said there's definitely things that I would like to change and I don't consider myself to be you know God's gift or anything but just being able to accept who I am is a really freeing feeling it's it's great (laughs) yeah if there's someone listening to this right now um who is struggling to become their self like say you were basically talking to you pre-2017 if there was someone listening to this right now how would you what would you give them as advice or like how to take away that pressure 
and become who they want to be it's gonna be a really long journey for you it's gonna feel like it's never ending but it is so worth it so stick with it make sure this is more than one piece of advice but i'm gonna go for it anyway (laughs) um make sure you're seeking support whether that's from people around you online communities like we said earlier or charities organizations there's always someone out there that is willing to listen even if it feels like there isn't there's always support and there's always someone that's been through something similar to yourself so just stick with it and seek support from other people yeah and don't feel like you have to fit whatever your family or your friends want you to fit like you can steer away from that to being your true self like you don't have to fit in a box that they want you to fit into no definitely not we're all our own person and like I said earlier as long as we feel happy and accepting of ourselves, then that's all that matters anything else is just a bonus (laughs) I've just realized so I've got this question thing that I do at the end of the episodes where the previous guest asked the next guest a question and the person before has actually asked what do you do every day to look after yourself and I feel like we've semi-covered that already in the episode but feel free to just summarize that or if there's anything else that you like to do to look after your about that like I say I read before bed every night but I think sometimes for me just taking appreciation in the little things like having a hot warm shower in the morning and just being able to spend those like 10 minutes even if it's really rushed fully just appreciating the shower and relaxing in it I think just the little things it doesn't have to be a whole set hour dedicated to something of self-care it can just be those five ten minutes that you spend to yourself trying to focus on the present moment and not thinking about your worries of the past or the future I think just little things like that I suppose each day I love that is there a question that you could set for Annex? I don't have one that's like mental health related oh no no it doesn't have to be related it can literally be anything like actually anything like could be super light-hearted or really deep like whatever whatever avenue you want to go down well I, I always like the kind of boring but also interesting one of if you could take three things onto a desert island with you what would you take because I feel like that generates such a discussion it's great <laughs> yeah yeah everyone's is so different I feel like so that'll be interesting to hear from the next guest yeah I'll make sure I listen to that episode too because I really like listening to those answers that people have (laughs) are there any social like personal social medias or charities or small businesses or anything that you want to shout out so as I said earlier I do have like my own YouTube channel it's called uh, Tanya Alexis um I I am also on Instagram although I'm rubbish at posting um but I suppose more importantly than that based on the topic of this conversation is just shouting out some amazing charities so if you are seeking that professional support and also free support mind are incredible and so are the Samaritans if anyone out there is struggling that feels like they need that little bit of support make sure you get in contact with them because they are amazing charities yeah beautiful I I can vouch for that as well because I've had family members that have used both of those and it's been super helpful so I will leave those in the podcast description so you can go check them out if you're in need right now or you have a friend or family member that you think may benefit from so yeah thank you so much for joining me oh no thank you for having me I can take a deep breath now and breathe yeah (laughs) all relaxed (laughs) yeah no I really appreciate it I feel like we've had a really nice conversation so thank you no no worries at all it's been lovely to speak to you thank you very much to anyone out there who's listened to the episode um i'll join you next week and thanks for listening bye